welcome back. My name is Mike. Uh, I'm here with Jason. This is the Douche Rethread, and I don't know what the hell just happened. <laughs> I'm like, I got, I'm utterly overwhelmed. Yeah. Completely overwhelmed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There was so much. And also, last episode, I was like, it's not like they're pushing somebody out a window. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> shit. Right? This show is doing so much to me. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. How you doing, Jason? How are you feeling? How did I'm, you absorb that last episode? Well, I thought it was it was pretty pretty excellent. Um, but yeah, uh, and and went a lot of places we expected. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of places, even a couple of places we explicitly predicted, either accidentally as you did, <laughs> um, or I had mentioned the possibility of ending with the premiere of Deep Throat, uh, which I'm pretty proud of of nailing. Yep. That landed. Um, that, that, and that. if you weren't sure what was going on, yeah. they literally put it on a marquee mm-hmm. in big fucking lights. So, you yes. know. But, you know, cleverly, like, didn't reveal what the title was until that moment. Yep. So, if you're not somebody like us who knows about this stuff, then you might be like, Who's, like, oh. seen the posters before. Yeah, if you're not yeah, one of those yeah. fucking weirdos. Yeah, recognize yeah. the Linda Lovelace lookalike. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, and paid off. Some things that we had wondered if it would pay off, mm-hmm. like explaining what the story was with with uh, Eileen's family. Um, and Very, dude, and so much happened. I forgot about that, and yeah. that was huge. Yeah. Well, first of all, yeah, shit. It's slightly extended episode, not as long as the pilot, but an hour ten. Yeah. As opposed to the uh, the hour uh, customary hour hour twenty four of the pilot. This is something we should both make note of in our posting times. That were <laughs> shit's going up at ten ten that night instead yep. of ten. Um, and in another loop back bookend sort of situation to the pilot, uh, again written by Simon and Pelicanos, right. directed by Michelle McLaren. Correct. So full circle there, and then in the interest of full circle, dumb as you pointed out, we had a sort of a, a your classic revisit the same scene and have it play out a different way thing um with uh uh, vincent going back to the pool hall right (laughs) and having having that scene go in a different way that and i don't know this is a strange probably a strange entry point but as long as we're talking about that i really want to talk about that scene because i'm really interested in that scene okay because it's like and it's always a question of how i mean I, I never doubt self-awareness and the fact that like this, that these writers in these shows have two or three different levels that you can read them on. And so on one level, that is like a, a crowd pleaser scene that's mm-hmm. seeing Vincent, like be, being a man of action and doing something, doing something um, uh, confident for lack of a better word in a scene that was rather emasculating for him the first time mm-hmm. around. But then it's also getting into like sort of weird notions of like traditional tough guy masculinity. Um, and also the fact like sort of, uh, you know, and he's also doing it this time with like a mob guy on his elbow. And so is that Who a has change? a pistol in his pants. Yeah. And is that a change for the better for that character? You know? Um, and on, it's pointed a, out by Abby as well that. And that's the moment where you're like, okay, they know what they're doing here. Yes. Um, yes. If there's any doubt. But where she says, well, who'd you do that for? 
And he right. says, for my wife, who else? You know, Mr. Gallant, right. who hasn't, who as far as we know, still hasn't visited his kids right. since he left, which we mentioned a little bit earlier. So that's a, uh, uh, that scene is, is, yeah, that's like, because it, the, the only, I do have actually a couple of minor criticisms with this episode. One of them is that I feel like the Vincent grumpy out of nowhere quote unquote too good for the pussy trade mm -hmm. was a little bit of uh, out of left field mm -hmm. was something that uh, that happened between episodes that should have been set up in mm -hmm. an earlier episode mm -hmm. now there's a trick here that there's for all intents and purposes a, a several month apparently lapse between the end of episode 7 um, which as we talked about was sort of right at the end of 71 beginning of 72 and then Harvey mentions right at the beginning that the movie that premiered um, The Boys in the Sand has been extended for six months. So, like, there's been a passage, a chunk of time has passed. Right. Since we, you know, and presumably whatever this sort of stewing dissatisfaction in Vincent, uh, you know, happened in that period. But it even started off this episode with him being, like, weird about the band. Yeah. You know, like yeah, he's just like kind of a dick at the beginning. Kind of went like this into this like yeah. weird conservative thing in a way that 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 we don't that that seems motivated by plot rather than character in a way that is never the case right. on Simon shows. Right, right, right. So that was a little off putting. And then this is just me. Like I, I actually am not okay with the last words of dialogue being "That's the deuce." Like, that's some super cornball, like, fucking 80s sitcom shit. Like, we got a real full house here, you know? Like, that was that was a little too yeah. on the nose yeah. for me, yeah. personally. Fair. Um, but, you know, that's not the last thing that happened in the episode. The last thing that happened was we got an end of the season montage, which was, like, sort of a specialty of The Wire. Right. Uh, I, think I know. Didn't... And yeah. I was so happy yeah. for it. I yeah. was so happy for it. Yeah. Yes. To Ray Charles' uh, Careless Love, which was a nice, unconventional yes. selection. They right. did, I mean, they used that really so beautifully in The Wire. And, and I just was so right. in it. And they got me with it every time. Yeah, of course. And I was hoping that we would have one this time. It hadn't even occurred to me until it happened. But I was like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That's a yeah. thing they do well. Yeah. The, I think it, it, hit, it affected me less this time than it did in The Wire. I think maybe just because I'm so kind of overwhelmed with stuff mm -hmm. you know that this time it was like yeah i was just catching my breath and they were halfway through the check-in with everybody montage, yeah. montage yeah. you know well the ruby murder is god. harrowing oh my god and it's harrowing because it's so sudden mm -hmm. and so scary but you know what like that's how fast those things can happen in that kind of a dangerous environment well and i think also we liked Thunder, right? Yeah. You know, as as Malcolm... I'm as, calling as, her Ruby. Okay, fine. Uh, she, that was her request. <laughs> That's she true. made a point That's that, that her name is Ruby. That's true. I'd like to respect that. We liked Ruby, we you did. know. Uh, but also, there has been this implied threat uh -huh. from at least, you know, when Cece stabs the guy in episode two, there's... Oh, yeah. yeah right? Yeah, yeah. There's been this implied, you know, constant threat to the, the women. Mm -hmm. And from John's, well, really from episode one, from the thing that turns out to be a fake. Right, right. But yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. That yeah. that threat has been either ever implied, present. has been ever present. Yeah. Right. And so 
you know, the, it didn't. It it almost feels like it didn't just happen to Ruby. Mm-hmm. It happened to everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, like we lost one of the team. Yeah, and like I don't really know that it would have been any more affecting if it were anybody right. other than Candy. I think yeah. just losing losing one of that squad. Yeah, is yeah, and painful. And like in retrospect, it was set up. Like mm-hmm. they they gave us that charming little scene with her and Alston mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. about you know where he what says are you the doing thing back about, out here yeah yeah and, yeah and all I've ever noticed are your eyes yeah and and the thing with Candy seeing her getting into that car right on her way to the to the Deep Throat premiere right um like if you're if 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 it had been anywhere near my mind that something bad was going to happen to her. Those would have been huge red flags, but that's like, that's a really specific kind of skilled writing that can place those, those little nudges. She's the there. one person out on the street, but yeah. you still didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it and she been explained obvious. why, and it totally made sense. Yeah. Like, I think that's part of the thing, you know, that like, it didn't really raise an eyebrow because, well, she had a reason that, you know, that she was, that she was back out there. Um, so that was a big emotional punch, man. Um, and his hitting me so much harder than Reggie love. Yeah. Yeah. Like in terms of character, you know, losing a character. Sure. Right. Is hitting so much harder than Reggie love. Mm hmm. We also, we got pretty early on, we found out that there were not going to be any consequences for no, Leon no. in terms of That's Reggie That's a thing Love. we got wrong the last episode. <laughs> That's a thing that you said and I agreed with wholeheartedly. So, you know, we can pat ourselves on the bat as much, back as much as we want for the Deep Throat premiere. But, wow, how's everyone going to react to that? You know, no. They're divvying they're up They're going to order some bacon and yeah, eggs and, 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 and coffee. And is what divvy up do. the pot. Yeah. Now, one thing, a loose, uh, a sort of hanging thread, though, was I, we don't have any idea what happened to Leon. That's in the, true. In the in the aftermath, we didn't of that. see him. In we didn't the see him at the diner, diner but did we did we? not see him. Right. You know what I mean? Right, there was not right. like a shot of like, you know, Bob Leon's replacement. <laughs> you know, right, right? I don't know. I, so I, I don't know. We'll have to find out or not find out later. Um, wow. What happens? What happens with that? The. Um, but yeah, the, the, the thing with, with the dad and the brother and the visit to the brother and this heartbreaking scene with him, um, this tortured scene where he's trying, where he's insisting for his own protection as a kind of second nature. No, I'm not gay. I'm, I'm right. not a homosexual. And, she, you know, she's like, I, no, right. come on. Um, but that scene for, in a lot of ways, I mean, it has its narrative function that we've discussed. But it also ser- serves a similar sort of thematic slash subtextual function that um, Paul's uh, bust did mm-hmm. as another of these reminders of electroshock therapy, how gay people were treated right. in society not that long ago. Right. A couple years before I was born. Right. You know, as a mental disease. Yeah. That has to be cured through electric. Yep. And, and, you know, before. well, mostly meds now he's now, now he's just on meds on meds. The shock treatment isn't something they want to do anymore. That would be barbaric. Yeah. Um, yeah. so that, that scene intense, um, and like a straight up sanitarium too, mm-hmm. like an old some, school, some 12 like, monkeys type yes, shit. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that too, I think is, you know, is super important. This is mm-hmm. not beaches at Malibu where you go to like 
yeah get over your pill addiction or whatever but you know as but again it's like it's it that's a scene that's triggered by like this moment of introspection mm-hmm. that we didn't see coming with her and harvey where harvey just sort of casually uses the word fag and she explains why she'd rather he didn't mm-hmm. there was a lot of and this i think is more par for the course for for a for a season finale of you know a lot of sort of emotional introspection Mm-hmm. So that's what we have in the scene between Cece and Melvin, mm-hmm. Ace, mm-hmm. played by Clark Peters, who I can't believe I hadn't noticed hadn't shown up yet. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> and I'm frankly a little bummed that that's like that was a one scene role. Like I, we won't see him again. No, and like right. that's part of why I'm watching David Simon shows is to see Clark Peters. <laughs> um, Clark Peters, by the way, is in uh, a wonderful um, new movie that I saw at Toronto called Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Oh, man, you are really into that movie. The movie's really good. Okay. Um, but it is one of those things where, You're like, not the only one, but you're yeah. really into that yeah, movie. Yeah, it's the best yeah. movie I saw there. But, well, I mean, here's the thing. This is a movie that has Woody Harrelson, Francis McDormand, Sam Rockwell, uh, you know, all of these, like, next-level character actors in it. And then, like, Clark Peters shows up halfway through, and you're like, <laughs> oh, because not enough of my favorite character actors are in this movie. Um, but anyway, he's in that one scene, and Cece gets a look at his future and doesn't really like what he sees, perhaps. Yep. Um, and then there's... He took a bag of groceries. Yeah. Like... Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. And then Larry has that weird moment at the end of the pimp shop talk scene where there were, you know, where CC um, and fuck. See, I was the one telling you Method Man's characters earlier and I've already forgotten. <laughs> Rodney. Rodney. Thank you. Where CC and Rodney are like, I can't imagine a better life. And he's like, oh, 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 yeah, me too, dudes. Me too. But then like gets into this whole fucking hairy thing with a drug buy. And yeah, I, I didn't like that. Who you're gonna have to? I'm gonna have to see where that goes because yeah. I didn't particularly like that. I, I we at least could have had some setup for it because yeah. it came out of the blue. We had no bit. idea what was in the bag. It feels you to know. me this may have been a longer episode. Right. This may have been another like 84 minute episode that for whatever reason they decided was too fat or something because there are a couple of kind of big things like that missing. It just um, it made like we didn't know what was gonna be in the bag and in whatever it is like if he he's just he's buying like that's a lot of drugs right like whatever kind of drugs like you know that's a lot of drugs yeah. right so does does he have somewhere to sell all those drugs right. or is he just gonna hope Cece's gonna sniff it up or right. like it just yeah. seems like that's a major move to happen yeah. without much setup you know yeah, yeah it's kind of weird. Yeah, but again, along this sort of line of like people reevaluating mm-hmm. <clears throat> who they are, what they are, what they're doing. Um, but here, fuck, we're 15 minutes in and we've buried the lead, which is Candy got to direct. Yay! <laughs> I think burying that under Ruby got pushed out of windows. No, okay. you're right. You're right. <laughs> but yeah. yes, Candy got to direct. And in a very like semi contrived sort of. But also sort of honest. Yes. Also sort of real, yes. too. Yes. Cars I mean, break down and Harvey wouldn't have a top flight automobile and so forth and so on. That's not even what I'm thinking. Oh, what okay. I'm thinking is just the idea that for whatever reason, someone can't show up today. Yeah. And someone else does their job oh oh and they oh. nail it i don't i that, don't no no, me, no 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 i'm not uh second guessing the wisdom of that at all <laughs> right. no that's exactly i just oh awfully convenient that harvey's car breaks down <laughs> right and eileen happens to be ready to step into his shoes and have had this sort of dry run earlier and so forth and so on but like 
the, the fact that they threaded that out to like three scenes mm-hmm. that they first gave us the mm-hmm. scene where he's going to be late and she's kind of like, all right, like, you know, right. We knew where that was going. Right. And so right, we're right, like right. now like, well, come on dudes. Like, let's go. We're ready for her to do it. Cause we care about her and we want her to have this opportunity. And like, you know, she, and, and her logic is, we rented the fucking camera. Can we get the price set lit? What are we doing here? You know, <laughs> let's make a fucking movie. And I, you know, her enthusiasm and the, and the, the, the Hitchcock Truffaut bit. I, you know, I just, um, that's like this, that was a really exciting, you know, that's kind of what we've been waiting all season for. Well, there is this element of, of making movies with no money and even with some money, which is that if something doesn't go as expected, there definitely is Improvise. a point. Yeah. Well, there's a point where you just get this sense of like, we're all fucking here. Yes. Like, it was such a pain in the ass to get everybody yes. here <laughs> at the same time with all yeah. this shit around. Yeah. Like, let's just do something. Yeah. And if you've been through that process a couple of times, what you also know is that once you get going... It's you fine. normally get into it's everything fine. works out fine yeah. it just there's this moment at the beginning and for me it's one out of every four or five days on set mm. <laughs> and it did it did seem like you know frankly that's what harvey would have wanted because he spent that money to get and everybody the, there the real concern you know and i said talked about this last time is is harvey going to show up and say mm-hmm. you know great job but this is hidden figures all of a sudden and computers right. don't write papers right, right like right, you right. don't get to have your name on it right you know you were a technician we'll call you the ad or whatever yeah but he didn't he popped right. up and was like you directed every scene right great well finish it up and let's go to this movie yeah which he used the word directed yep you directed every scene yep that's a specific word and he knows what that word means <laughs> yes he does <laughs> right yeah. he, he knows that comes with a credit yep so you know yep. also i think we saw more lights more people around. Mm-hmm. I think we saw a little bit more of right. even before they started the Hitchcock and Truffaut conversation. Right. I think we saw a little bit more effort being put into this one and calculation. Like yes. I love the scene where they go to the count room. Yes, and the guy yes. has the bags has been weighing based on yes. what kind of shit they were showing in each one, and it becomes this moment where it's like, oh, there's a semi-scientific process here to determining what people want to see and don't want to see. And that and shit was, is and fascinating. And are more likely to see behind a closed door. Right. Which was what was really interesting. Right. Yeah. And that shit, to this day, every year when Pornhub releases yeah. the state-by-state, state, you know, like, everybody what's everybody watching? It. I fucking everybody read it. Everybody reads it. <laughs> I read yeah. it, absolutely. I'm consistently blown away by how much stepbrother, stepsister stuff there. Blown away. There's way too but much. But there that. is, I mean, too much for who? Apparently, there's not too apparently much. It's not, not my thing, but it's, apparently, there's not you're too right. much. I'm not to kink shame. <laughs> I don't mean to kink shame. There's a big. But when I go on a tube site, there's way more of it than I need. That's all I'm saying. But you see the big bag of lesbian yeah. porn. Yeah. You see, you know, the interracial, and he and makes the explanation of it which holds as far yeah. as i know does it not yeah. to yeah. this day yeah that there is still I've, the... no i've read you know sort of inside porn articles that yes mm-hmm. that going in the one direction is much they see much more of it going the one direction than, than the other right and that is based on i mean 
like all kinds of like way, histories of slavery oh God, and yes. things that are way yes. outside of yes. like my pay grade yes. but very important yes. you know and 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 all and all of it also feeding into like the weird way that like cuck became a republican buzzword when we had a black president and yes right yes and, but this is this stuff has been baked into our society oh, yeah. for so long oh, absolutely. that it, it is a matter of people's like um it is a matter of people's sexual dna yep and i use the word dna meaning they couldn't pull themselves apart we can't pull ourselves apart from this Right. Even if we try, yeah. the most we can do is try to understand it, yep. right? And yeah. that, like, and to see that played out here by people who don't actually give a shit mm-hmm. about the social implications, mm-hmm. about the psychological foundation, don't give a fuck about any of that. They just know that the bag that says Les on it is full <laughs> of quarters, <laughs> you know? And to see yeah. that, like, played out there, you know, this is. I would like thing. that to become sort of like a. a, a a rhetorical shorthand, if you will. Okay. That's something that the bag of that the bag with that is full of quarters. <laughs> can we, if we can accomplish nothing else on the Deuce Rethread podcast, it could be making that part of the vernacular. Yeah, I like it. Okay, I like it. Yeah. Right. Uh, so right now, uh, the candy bag is full of quarters. Yeah. As far as this episode goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as far as this series goes. Yeah. Yeah. She's all set. She's in good shape. And we also saw, um, I mean, so we get the little bit of the mob thing where they're talking about, you know, let's divide it up evenly. Mm-hmm. In this episode, Rudy seems to be much happier with his end of the quarter game mm-hmm. than he was in the last couple episodes. Yep. So apparently Got that, that whole thing has away. been worked out, yeah. right? And obviously yeah. that was a good time for him. And that's part of what kind of led into the conservative Vinny situation, Mm-hmm. You know, and kind of played into the conservative Vinny situation. Yeah. But then I did like the way Rudy, you know, he says, respectfully, Mr. Pippolo, fuck you too. Yes. Right. And then he says, he'll come around. He'll come Let's around. go upstairs. <laughs> yes. Right. Like, it's just. Yes. Because that, that is a moment that could veer off into some bullshit on a right. lesser show. Yes. Well, you don't say fuck me to Rudy. Yes. Brother, you know, and yes. it's like, yeah, he'll, he'll, fix, he'll be fine. Because <laughs> he came around on all the other shit. Right. Like, you know, he didn't turn anything else down that forcefully right but he's pliable he can be talked into things and now we see Vin- frankie gambling again mm-hmm. at the end of that little scene yeah. but it didn't seem it yeah. seemed like a friendly game of dice like it, it always starts that way. it always it starts that way yes but it there didn't it seemed like everybody was hanging out mm-hmm. you know and everything was kind of so I, I think we can say that frankie you know safely got out of this season yeah so that's nice. Yeah. 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 And Bobby didn't have a heart attack. Yeah. He got his wife a ring. Yeah. And got his girlfriend a ring. <laughs> You'd think that's going to end up somewhere. Yeah. Vinny's going back to fucking his you wife, th- you isn't really he? You really think so, huh? I mean, what else is that scene at the end? I don't know. What no. else are they doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're probably right. I mean, it's hard for me to imagine anything else. Yeah. Ashley didn't come back. So that's no, good. That is, you're right. So that's We've good. We've maybe seen the last of her. Yeah, Darlene is 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 more comfortable as a uh, as a screen star. Yeah, so that's good. Seems to have found a good collaborator. You in know, Candy. some some actors just need a good director. You, you know some just mean? do. Some, some put them at ease. Yep. Pull something out of them. Yep. That's a yeah. way to relate. 
yeah. you know, to each other, yeah. you know, yeah. but we didn't, I mean, we were talking last episode, like, you know, we go to the police officer mm-hmm. and, you know, he looks like they're basically breaking up, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like she's disappointed with the article and how yeah. that all came out. Yeah. You know, but he really seems to think that he's going to be able to do some sort of good on the inside. Yeah. You know, it's hard to tell, blah, blah, blah. But we also know that, I mean, who knows what the kickback scheme is these days? I don't know. Right. But there have been it is generally seemed to be that there was a cleanup within the force, you know, 10 years or so. Mm-hmm. Maybe more after this time. And then that we're seeing, every ten years or so you know, after that, right? They do yeah. it again. Yeah. But it does seem like you it's know, almost as if it's uh, inherently by part design. of the organization. Yeah, something corruption like that. just sort of baked in. Right. Anyway, but uh, so you know, we didn't. I wouldn't say we really got that wrapped up. Did anything get wrapped up? Ruby, sorry, <laughs> uh, Candy. You know, Candy's on her way. Candy is legitimately moved on. Yeah. For, and, and seems like she's legit not going to have to go back to the corner. Yeah. So, okay. All right. So we'll put a bow on her. A, a career has begun. And, we'll, and, and, and frankly, at this point, still our primary um, venue into that thread of this world. You mm-hmm. know, we still, we mm-hmm. still don't have, uh, you know, Frankie and Vinny. Like, you know, they've sort of... They've gotten involved with elements who are involved. At least Frankie, it seems to me, is going to become more directly involved in porn. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, again, we we end with the premiere of Deep Throat. And we've mentioned that, you know, the the tremendous financial success of that film made a lot of mob people very rich. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was a whole little cottage industry of guys who worked for the financiers of those movies, like handling those money that money like going directly to theaters to collect box office and transport it um and you know so much money that they had to weigh it so right we're gonna see more of of that uh in the hopeful second season um and yeah uh whatever becomes of uh of vincent's uh terrible personal life so we really didn't get any like major wrap ups, but I don't know that we really needed any. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, is do you even want to speculate on a, a next season? I guess like what would happen. Um, I mean, obviously, I mean all the all I can really go on is the rea- you know the real shit that happened and that they're basing it on. Mm-hmm. You know, which is that this is you know seventy two, mid seventy two was Deep Throat came out in June. And that was the explosion of porno chic. That was suddenly, you know, Johnny Carson was making monologue jokes about Linda Lovelace. And suddenly celebrities were being like spotted at like hap- like walking in to, you know, to, to real movie theaters, as Harvey said, that were showing Deep Throat. Um, Linda Lovelace became a sort of like semi-celebrity and... Uh, Porn became more of an upper, more of an above board business. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going to be seeing. Um, what that's going to mean with regards to some of the things that have been set up with, you know, the massage parlors and uh, the, the way that, you know, prostitution sort of have, is moving off the corner and so forth. We'll kind of have to see how that plays out because it didn't go away. You know, right. there was there was still plenty of prostitution in Times Square, you know, clear up into at least the 90s. 
Right. Um, but it became a different thing, clearly. And so we'll see what that is as well, I would imagine. But that's, yeah, you know. Um, I would, and frankly, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Candy really achieving some degree of like financial success. That if she's, if she becomes a, a real partner to Harvey as the porn business is exploding, then maybe she can afford to like get her kid back. Yeah, I, I'll be interested to see, you know, how, whether or not we can trace Candy's storyline um, to anyone, mm-hmm. you know, who may have made whatever right. the B grade deep throat was or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? I'll yeah. be interested to see if there's something we can trace there. The other thing I have to say, um, you know, the show that really like. With all due respect to Ruby, um, nothing really bad happened. Mm. You know, like there's one character who seems to be going to federal prison, but like I don't really know who she is or give a shit right. about her. You know, there's been no yeah. real reason to like get too worked up about yeah. her yet. Um, <clears throat> Reggie Love is dead, but nobody else really seems to be threatened. Yeah, whatsoever. Some, some ladies got their asses kicked pretty good. No, yeah, this is true. This is true. Uh, but I mean more like, um. Like an existential dilemma for the mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, which is something that maybe will hit harder as we get later, you know, to the Ford Tells the City to Drop Dead era. Right. You know, and you start to get a little more Bronx's burning and, right. and you know, um, we still haven't like really hit that full like 70s fiscal crash yet. Right. The oil crash, the, you know, shortage. And I mean, we haven't gotten there yet. Right. right. So there may be a little more of that. But just generally in TV shows, it seems like they like to have some ominous thing that's, mm-hmm. you know, kind of dangerous to everybody. Right. Yeah. And there just didn't really seem to be any of that. There was very little mention of like Vietnam, which was basically over by that point. Sure. There's very little mention of Watergate, which was just starting at that point. Like people were just starting to really, in, mm-hmm. you know, cause that was in the lead up to the 72 election. Mm-hmm. Right. So like that whole thing is just, it's not really even public, right. you know, but there's, but um, there's definitely a lot of people talking about corruption within the, that, administration but it hadn't started to break that way yet so i don't know i guess i'm kind of expect i guess i was kind of maybe you would think that the police would serve that purpose but not in a david simon show right (laughs) (laughs) right like it's never that simple right you know so i think that's going to be an interesting thing on really re-watching all the episodes because i'm you know we're doing this and then i'm watching them as they happen Mm -hmm. also Mm -hmm. um you know just to kind of prep for interviews and be right. kind of in that community space. Right. Sure. Um, but so I think that that's something that will be kind of interesting to see on a rewatch um, just because I was kind of waiting for that mm-hmm. and it kind of never happened, mm-hmm. you know? And so we get like really a season worth of setup, mm-hmm. you know, um, which is how they work. Sure. And and when it all started, I was like, it's going to be great. You just got to hang on. And yeah, now yeah. I'm like, I could have used some more bows on the end of this episode. <laughs> but I don't think that, I don't think so. Yeah. You know, I think I'm just like, yeah. uh, I think that that's just a momentary kind of, you know, kind of feeling. And then that will all wash away as I, as I kind of do the rewatches. Mm-hmm. So, and the other thing is, man, I mean, they gave me so, 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 so much. Yeah. Like, 
I don't know if you ask me like how else I would I wouldn't be able to finish a sentence of something I really think they should do. Yeah, because there was so much there, and because it was really strong, mm-hmm. it's just a little different mm-hmm. than most TV. Mm-hmm. And who the fuck am I to complain about right. that? Again? <laughs> Wait a minute, was I complaining right. about that? Right. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Then that brings me back to that space of just like, right. no, this was great. You right. know. Um, I mean, every episode just like strong and and smart, and moving very well, textured. I mean, yeah. everything you could possibly want. Yeah. Also connects back to real shit. Yeah. Like now I'm gonna have to watch that like dicks in the sand movie. Or whatever. <laughs> like I'm gonna have to at least like watch parts of yeah. it. You know, boys I mean, in the sand. Boys in the sand. Which you also know? for the, apparently was one of the first um, porno movies to uh, to spoof the title of a mainstream movie. Nice. Boys in the band. Ah, that's so good. Yeah, right? Excellent. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, overall, man, really great. Yeah. Really great. Uh, Yeah, I think after this, everything has played, Mm -hmm. um, after everybody's aired and, and, you know, everybody's had their chance to chit chat. Yeah. um, You and I should sit back down for a season recap. Sure. And just kind of talk generally about. The bigger season. Hopefully, by then we'll know if there's going to be a second season yeah. that we can talk about a little bit. And some of the some of the reactions to uh, to the episodes that we've seen, but but you folks are just now seeing. Exactly. Yeah. So, all right, rock and roll, Jason Bailey, man. It's been great to watch the first season of The Deuce with you, buddy. I'm glad we got to do it this yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah! I yeah. really appreciate it. This has been great. All right. Uh, thanks everybody for listening to the Deuce Rethread. Keep an eye on both the Deuce Rethread um, feed because we're going to be uploading various interviews and other kind of uh, clips talking about some of the movies that are referenced within the show. A um, little bit like bigger kind of just a little. I, the I'm, world of the deuce. There you go. The world of the deuce. Keep yeah. an eye for that kind of stuff. Um, and if there is a season two, yeah. I'm going to beg Badger and cajole this guy <laughs> into cover next season with me too. So good. thank you very much for joining us on the deuce rethread, everybody. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to The Deuce on the DVR Podcast Network. You can check us out at dvrpodcast.com or on Twitter at dvrpodcast. You can email Mike and Jason at thedeucedvr at gmail.com or follow them on Twitter at thedeucedvr.